I've been thoughtin' and boughtin' since I was a young little thing, okay? Oh my god, it was the most intense thing that ever happened to me. My life is a chaotic madness. <laughs> yeah. Chaotic, chaotic, chaotic madness. What's good, bitches? It's your girl, Sasha Ray here. And on today's episode, I have one of my favorite people in the whole entire world, Miss Destiny Diaz. Hey, girl. Hi. How hey. are you? I'm good. It's hot in here, but... It's getting hot in That's here. Summer. <laughs> That's good. Well, I mean, the world right now in our industry is a little chaotic. Um... So, I mean, I feel like since you're one of my first guests to be going on, we should just talk about what's going on because it's a lot. It is a lot. It's a lot. It is almost too much, actually. <laughs> Overnight. Like, damn, can we get a break for once? Like, there's just, damn. Like, that's all I can say. Yeah, damn. I think my feelings got big time hurt when it came out in the news before it came out in my email. You know, like that was really like straight to the heart. Especially too, because we were all emailing like, hey, um, there is like a rumor. It feels like going on right now. Is this real? And they're like, oh, no, trust me. Y'all are good. We would never do this to you ever. And then... Top headline the news, bomb the bomb drop. <laughs> yeah. And for those that don't know what we're talking about, if you're under a rock, we are talking about OnlyFans. Once again, taking advantage of sex workers, making mm. them multi-billionaires, and then just dropping us off. Yeah, but you know what? Uh, when push comes to shove, there was no... Uh, searching database on OnlyFans and people love to say, oh, OnlyFans made you guys, but every individual creator drove their own traffic to their own page mm -hmm. and the sex workers made OnlyFans. You can't think of OnlyFans without thinking of sex workers and uh, their future does not look that bright. I'll be honest true. with you. It's very true and OnlyFans was around way before the pandemic even hit and I think people don't realize that that it had been ar around for a couple of years I think four years now right like it's in its four 2017 yeah okay so like yeah four years 17 yeah I think four so years. yeah yeah just around that so I mean it wasn't like OnlyFans was already big and popping and then we just hopped on it no when we hopped on it that's when everyone was like, ooh, this where the bag is. Oh, I can't mm -hmm. go to work? Okay, let me do this online. I didn't even know you can do this online. It just opened up doors for a whole lot of other people. And we, I shouldn't say we made OnlyFans, but I mean, we kind of did. I don't want to take credit for it because I definitely was pretty late joining. Well, but I knew what it was. You, and you know I, what I mean? But like when I say <laughs> we, I mean our industry I as mean a whole. Workers. Like yeah, not like for me sure, personally. For sure. I'm nobody compared to like <laughs> some of these people that are bringing in like yeah. six, seven figures. For sure. <clears throat> and you know, there's a lot of families who, uh, like even just single women or anybody who joined OnlyFans 
over the pandemic to provide for their families mm-hmm. and maybe weren't able to diversify, you know, in that short period of time, did not uh, consider saving their taxes, did not consider a long-term plan. Yeah. Um, but that we were all, we, you know, there's a lot of people who are joining OnlyFans over the last year who were in a survival mode, who were, you know, doing it for their families, for themselves, yeah. because they lost their jobs, couldn't work, whatever the reason. And it's left a lot of people kind of chopped off here at the knees being like, what now? Like, there wasn't uh, a lot of, there was no warning. Uh, Literally, like (laughs) like I mentioned earlier, like it just came out in the news. And it was, there's so much, uh, like so many rumors going on about it before it was all confirmed. And now, I'm not going to lie, like my OnlyFans over the last couple days since this news broke has just been so fucking dead. Mm -hmm. Like, Hardly any subscribers, hardly any new tips, hardly any messages. I think people are searching for the next thing right now. Like, I mean, yeah, you like, have to because if you know the... I mean, yeah, like you said, when you hear OnlyFans, you automatically think of something sexual going on. Whether if it's nude or if it's more on the extreme side where you're getting actual sex tapes of penetration and girl-on-girl action and all that stuff. You don't really think of the other side of OnlyFans where people are like, yeah, I make cooking videos or I live stream video games. Like, I forget that there are creators on the platform that are non-nude because it's such a sexually driven name. Even if that wasn't their intention, that's what it became. You even had Instagram models coming out trying to do nude photos and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Which is a huge YouTubers, thing. celebrities, yes. a lot of people flipped over there. A lot I of think, people. You know, many vids a few years ago was investing a lot of time and energy into like getting some mainstream uh, influencers and celebrities to work with their company, and it didn't quite uh, flip off like OnlyFans did. Mm-hmm. OnlyFans became so so trendy, and like I don't know about you, but if Beyonce ever mentioned my company, like I would not fuck that For up. For real. <laughs> Started OnlyFans. I remember when she dropped that line. I never felt more proud to be like an OnlyFans model. I was like, Beyonce talking <laughs> about me, like, like yes, Queen B. <laughs> like, you I know. Us. Like, you ain't gonna, you ain't gonna start one. I know. If you did, I'd pay that hundred and fifty dollars. Subscribe. <laughs> Whatever it costs, I'm paying five hundred. All right, here you go, five hundred. <laughs> I might only get one month, but hey. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. Like, I'm excited to see where it goes. I've heard a lot of new sites pop up that I didn't hear about before, and I've been doing this a long time. There's a lot to think about. There's a lot of controversies, a lot of things being brought to the surface with different Mm -hmm. platforms, Mm -hmm. and it almost feels like a political vote, like the lesser of two evils, which one are you going to be able to deal with? And that's not really, like, the healthiest way to look at choosing a platform, but strategically and business-wise, you know, you have to decide and weigh out what is important to you for your business model. And, you know, if if chargebacks are a problem not being covered, that's something uh-huh. you need to consider. You know, co-star performers, uh-huh. everything. There's everything. There's and, the, and I think, all too, the rules are so different. with, like, a lot of people that joined during the pandemic, they're new to the industry if they even want to consider themselves a part of the industry because that's a whole nother thing. But they don't know about chargebacks. They don't know about the the model agreements. They don't know about 
if you have to reach a certain amount of money before you can get promoted on their site or if they promote models on the site or do they have a database like there's a lot of things that we know because we are kind of vets in the industry so we have evolved with the online sex world but these new people they don't know they're they just think okay so what's next i mean half the time they didn't even know we paid taxes which still baffles me because this is the world. <laughs> Ain't no way you making money for free and not paying the government <laughs> back. <laughs> like, where, True. what country True. do you not have to pay taxes? Because I will move there today in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> but there isn't one. So, I don't yeah, know. There's a lot of long-term planning. A lot of people think, you know, oh, I'm just going to make my money and do my thing and whatever. But, like, when you start making money and you have a name and... You're, you're, you're a business now and you have to, you know, move that way. Exactly. I mean, even if you're only making 12K a year, you still have to pay taxes on that. It's mm-hmm. you're, you're you have a job. It may not be a corporate job, but it's a job you're getting paid. Therefore, you should automatically assume you have to pay taxes. Like I was telling my sister, I was like, OK, you want to start this. Let me break it down to you, the real, real, the raw, the pros, the cons. <laughs> and then if it's still something you want to do, like, of course, I got you. I'll back you. She was so baffled. She's like, all of that goes into it. Wow. I'm even more, like, inspired by you. And I was like, yeah, there's a lot to this. Like, <laughs> That's awesome. Popping pussy and making millions. <laughs> if it was that easy, I'd be a multi-billionaire. But it's not. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. I feel like uh, you really got to adapt with the times. Like, what the industry looked like when I joined nine years ago is so different than what it is today. Like, there was barely, there was like one or two clip sites Mm -hmm. that models were using then. There was only like three cam sites that had enough traffic for you to like really invest Mm -hmm. time into. Like, were you around with Live Jasmine? That, yeah. Or what? Yeah, yeah. 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 Like 2012. Yeah, yeah. Like 20. Yeah, like, no Long one even ago. knows about Lyja. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my god. <laughs> like, I know. Jeez. I've seen a lot of sites come and a lot of sites go, and you have to do it right if you want longevity from a business, like a business that has a hosting models, whether it's a campsite or a clip site. Mm-hmm. Um, and models are very aware. Performers are very aware that they hold the power in this industry right now. Very. Like, companies are jumping when we tell them to and they should because it's the best for them if they want longevity in this in this industry but at the same time you can't help you know little little corporate greed you know people just trying to cut corners when they want Mm -hmm. and uh Mm -hmm. it it makes a lot of uh companies flop and not to just completely shit on the companies because i i see where some of them are like kind of put in a corner and mm-hmm. it's not necessarily their fault because it's just the society, the government we live in. But I feel like if you're going to preach you're about something, then be willing to lose to stand up for what you believe in. And I think that's where mm-hmm. a lot of us get a little upset is because they preach this whole thing when everything is green and everything is glory and then as soon as they're put in the corner it's okay we're just gonna cut them off like we don't care they're not important they're they're not a necessity and it's just kind of like a stab in the back it's like 
a spouse murdering you when you never thought they would be the one to do that to you. Maybe that's a little dramatic, my dramatic ass. But like, <laughs> that's how it feels because you make these companies so much money. And yes, yeah. we make money obviously off of it, but we don't make as much as they make, nearly as much as they're making as a business. And it's like you just put in all of your soul into something for them to just turn around and just not care at all mm -hmm. about you. And that's like a slap in the face. That's why it's important for performers to keep putting the pressure on the websites, like pay us for our opinions, pay us for our feedback, pay us for this. Because, yeah. you know, <laughs> it's, it's exhausting. Yeah. Like someone reached out to me on Facebook uh, you know, someone who used to be a model, she reached out to me and said, you know, a friend of mine wants to start a platform and they want to pick your brain. And I'm like, I'm exhausted. Like I'm not, my brain is mush right now. Like I can't be giving people everything that I wish I had in a website mm -hmm. when I'm going through a transition of my entire business plan. Like you're exactly. with no compensation. There's no business. You guys have nothing happening yet. You just have like a spark of an idea and then you just want to milk my ideas. It just wasn't working for me. Yeah. And I feel very underappreciated by a lot of companies that don't value our professional opinions. Like we know what works. We, exactly. We are the... Uh, what do they call those? Like the Facebook groups? Um, is it Facebook group when you like are trying to test a product and you hire a bunch of like unbiased people to give like their opinions on something? What are those groups called? Whatever. There's some type of group <clears throat> and they get paid to sit in like a little room or whatever. They look at this product. We're kind of like those people where we have tested out every aspect of what works and what doesn't work. So why would you not listen to us when we're the ones that's making the money? Like we're the ones <clears throat> on the front line. It just doesn't make any sense. But I mean, that just goes back to society where people don't believe what we do is a real job. But you can say that about video game streamers. You can definitely mm. say that about IG models. You can say that about so many professions that does not require every you to be digital office. occupation. Exactly. Yeah. So it, it just bothers me so much when we're just not respected, but we're used so much to make people money. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. And it's not even always just adult platforms like, you mm -hmm. know, Snapchat. Let's let's break down Snapchat. Oh, Here's an app where Snapchat. you can send a photo that disappears and never exists again in all of your messages. You know who that was created for and mm -hmm. what the intentions were behind this felt like this whole app and now like you if you say only fans on it terminated. Terminate. like instant with like all your memories all your contacts everything Everything's just gone. for having your legal job that you is a platform that hosts many people <laughs> like the thing is i feel like if people think that sex work is so dangerous and illegal we should not be paying taxes. I want all my money back from 2010 <laughs> till 2000 until now. Like I want back pay since you guys think it's not legal. Could you yo, <laughs> I might then actually be a billionaire. <laughs> like, but I don't know. It's just, I don't know. It's society. There's like this guy that I talked to, we'll call him Bluebird, and he was telling me how, like, we just need to create our own platform and, like, try to get crypto 
or some type of token-based system where you can avoid the whole like MasterCard Visa situation that's going on. And I was like, if it was that easy, don't you think someone would have done it? I was like, OnlyFans was actually created by a sex worker. And it got taken from them. What makes you think we could just pop out a whole website it runs smoothly. It gives everything what we all want, like a dream website. If it was that easy, don't you think someone would have done it by now? Like, mm -hmm. it's, it's, there's a lot of loops and hoops that you have to get over. And it's, and I don't know what these companies put themselves under either. Like my free cans. I don't know what they legally are as a business. Are they an adult platform? Are they something else? Like there's always a loophole to get the funding mm -hmm. that you need. And we don't know that. We're not behind the scenes. We're just the models. We just sign yeah, up. Yeah, I hate when people say, oh, just start your own site. Like, <sighs> it's just so goddamn easy. Like, yeah, like, let okay, me do yeah. that. Okay, let me get on it right now. <laughs> like, you don't think that and I know that not every platform can cater to every model. Like, it's impossible for us to cater to all of our supporters. So mm -hmm. how can we expect a website to cater to all of these performers? But at the same time, like, a lot of websites could be doing a whole lot more. Do we want to talk lot more. about... They're always open. Do you oh. want to talk about <laughs> who we were? Like, should we go there? <laughs> Because they did just drop, uh, let me, let me quote them correctly so I don't miss, uh, misquote, hold on, because they just dropped this, which is kind of like still cutting corners, but I mean, I guess baby steps, right? Um, whatever, I'm gonna just say their name because I've won two crowns by them, so I've never been shy to not call them out on their shit, and yet... Some mm -hmm. reason they still fuck with me, Loki. But well, where did it go? With ManyVid specifically, we've been asking for a lot of things for a long, long time. And they would be in a really good position right now if they had taken all of those uh, recommendations there into consideration and implemented them instead of taking away so many resources. Yes. <clears throat> okay. Before I quote them, I remember a couple years ago. When Minivis was like popping. And mm -hmm. it made me want to join solely because the community looked like I was like, I got to be a part of this. That's how I even found you. And like, just really, and like the top models then, they were really talking such great things about Minivis. And then you would see like just the community awards, but it wasn't just based about contests either it was like that was a nice community like culture thing to have but it was also about the clip store like it just seemed like a perfect site and i fucking hate this because every time i find something that just seems so perfect and what i'm looking for as soon as i join it it just goes down and everything it, it just crumbles i'm like damn the culture wasn't there anymore the vibes were completely off they started taking off a lot of features that made me want to join and they do not listen to the models at all. Yeah, but they I used don't. to. I, I totally vouch that they used to. We would say, hey, this isn't right. Fix it. Fixed. Hey, this isn't right. Change this. Done. Hey, we want this out there. And then it was like we hit a brick wall and mm -hmm. it literally crumbled. Like there was the blog was what taken away. Happen? Like the magazine was well, on. 
Oh, that was one the of the things the I was so, Yeah, the walk. That stuff made me so excited. I was like, oh my God, they fly their models out. Like, oh, they have a magazine. I was like, yo, this is the perfect site where I could really just put my, my blueprint in and like just really put my soul and heart. And they took everything away. Everything. Everything. The Reddit Ask Me Anythings, the mm -hmm. blog posts, the merch. Not well, you know, I mean their merch giveaways. They used to give models merch often, which was really nice for and it made you feel a part of the community. Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. you know, I felt like their awards ceremony got less dramatic. Yeah. There was a lot of different things. And I think the reason for this is because they've been putting all their manpower into what they're saying is their two point But they've been working on it for a long time. I mean, I know it takes a long time, but, you know, we don't have a lot of time. Right. You know, if you don't start making these changes soon, people are going to... I, I don't want to see Medivids phase out. I would like to see them sustain a platform, but they have to change soon. Mm -hmm. Like like today. It's been... It, it's not even like it's been the same for too long. It's been getting, like, Worse. less and less and less and less. Yeah. Yeah. So there's not a lot of resources anymore. There's not a lot of ca cash prizes and not a lot of opportunities to be seen. Mm -hmm. And these were all major, major reasons why I recruited so many people originally and, you know, was such an advocate for MV in the beginning. And, you know, just I want the functionality of this website to, to work because I deserve it because I'm... You put in so I'm much. providing you with my content. So I'm really, like, expecting this exchange here that's not really where it should be. I feel where like maybe with OnlyFans like kind of flipping the script, maybe Envy will take some of the things that we were like have been screaming about and put it in because I mean I will say this. <clears throat> she is very, very smart at marketing. Like she knows when to like slide in at the perfect opportunity and just get a swarm of customers. Like brilliant. But at the same time that's not going to keep you longevity. Like you might have it for a hot minute, but you're not going to have it for longevity like other sites do. Like MFC, they don't get into no business, no drama. If you notice, they are literally to themselves. They don't mm -hmm. input themselves on anything socially, politically. They'd be like, hey, we good over here. So <laughs> they don't even, yeah. they don't even go under people's posts and be like, oh, well you can come over here. Like, Either you know about them or you don't. Like, but they've been around. They're a well-oiled machine. Exactly. It's like very unfuckable. Like, <laughs> even when they have their own problems, like internally, but they're still around for a reason. Mm -hmm. I gotta give credit to many vids because I feel like when they were in their prime, they were really trailblazers in the industry because they really pushed like Pornhub to open up this model hub and they opened like MFC to have MFC share and Streamate started mm -hmm. offering, you know, contests, cash prizes because like people were like, wait a minute, if, if this clip site can give out this much money, where the hell is the rest of this money going from all these other platforms? And the pressure was laid on pretty thick and it did, like they did change a lot of things externally too, like beside, aside from what they did with their own company. There was pressure from a lot of other companies. Yeah. So, it did overall make the whole industry a better place, I think. But we, I really just need this 2.0 MV to launch. And I don't want to be wooed by more or new statistics. What I really want is, like, functionality. I want, uh, like, proper ways for everyone to be seen on the website. Mm -hmm. People to... Not, like, people's content to be found in the proper tags mm -hmm. and the proper search engines and all these things. Like... 
new statistics are great. A new dashboard is awesome, but I really want to see the dashboard isn't going to help me with my analytics if people can't search ebony models or if they can't search uh, SPH. Like, okay, cool. I have this very fancy dashboard that can show me my analytics and break everything down, but no one can find me. Literally, mm -hmm. it's like, a, oh my God, I stumbled upon you and I'm so happy I did. And it's like, can you tell me how you stumbled upon me? So maybe I can promote yeah. it that way. Like it, it yeah. shouldn't be like that. So hopefully they fix that stuff. Um, maybe with the crisis right now with a mass amount of models needing a place to go. I mean, cause I feel like they really do have such great potential. Everything is in one spot. Mm -hmm. You can cam there. You can put your clips there. They have the contest there. They I mean, it would be nice the to subscription bring the, club, the subscription club, the store, everything all in one place. Imagine that what we all want. That is almost the perfect place to be if they can fix what I feel like are the basics. If they can do that, yeah. Yeah. they'd be worth billions. Like... We would have new people come. We would be fighting for a spot, like a top spot, because everyone would be coming yeah. now. Yeah. I don't know. You can dream. Well, I know that they've been getting a lot of signups. I think a lot of sites. Like, do you know which ones you you might be, like, leaning so towards? So, I see that a lot of people are going to Fansly so, mm -hmm. and Peach. But I know Peach is affiliated with Chatterbait. And I wasn't really a huge fan of Chatterbait for like a few reasons. So I don't know if I want to do Peach because I feel like they might promote <laughs> their Chatterbait models that are on Peach more than if you're not on Chatterbait. I don't know why I okay. think that, but I just kind of feel like that's because there's a lot of Chatterbait models that are promoting it. So it makes me think there's some type of like incentive going on. And then there's just for fans, but there's some allegations that have came up regarding that. And I just... Don't think I want to be a part of that. So probably Fansly. Seems like that's where every other hoe is going. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> gotta flock like yeah, a bird. I, I know. I think the most important thing to do is to find the right platform that works for you. But also do enough research to know that if you join a site that might seem good for you, if it has no uh, traffic, it's not going to do anything for you either. So True. You have to. You have to consider a lot when you make a, a change or, or a transition to a different site. For me, I think my business plan, like, I already am spread out on, like, 8 to 10 different platforms. So if that looks like uh, 12 to 15 in a couple weeks, then that's what it is. And I'll yeah. just continue to work through my, you know, my list and give attention to each site every other day and maintain it all. Because I don't, I don't like when um, I make my... Uh, supporters feel pressured to follow me from one place to another. Although, of course, I super appreciate the ones that do. I feel guilty to be like, hey, I'm going here, so you better follow me right. on this one. Like, I know that right now, like, it was nice having everyone in one place, and it's going to be a little difficult for everyone to be everywhere. I know members don't want 12 different accounts. Mm -hmm. um, so I think just being as available as you can and keeping up with them as best as you can, for me anyway, will help me be just, like, more available for people based on what platforms they choose. Like, I want the fa like my fans to choose where they want to view me right now. I feel and that. And not so much me. I feel that. I, I thought about keeping my OnlyFans and just 
well, I have to get rid of everything that's on there anyways, but, like, doing the, like, artistic nude stuff that's allowed on there, maybe as, like, an exclusive softcore version. But I was feeling that too, but then I was like, uh, I don't really feel like OnlyFans deserves more money right. from my support. Exactly. That's exactly it's where tough. I was. <laughs> yeah. I was like, man, I could just kind of keep this here because those that don't want to leave OnlyFans, at least they will know what they're getting because they know what's expected on there now. But then I was just like, do they really deserve like me still promoting them and putting my content on their site so it's kind of like i don't know yet what i think i'm gonna do i'm not in any rush um i'm gonna just go through my only fans and like get rid of everything probably within the next couple of weeks because i know i'm not gonna have time to do it the end of september oh yeah there's a lot on there and i gotta figure out how and to, october's like, got big plans big plans so i'm like Damn, all right, so basically in a couple of days, but I do have my mini vids profile and that's really where I kind of like link where to find me at anyways. So, mm -hmm. I mean, maybe this will prompt me to like post more on there and just make it easier until I figure out where, cause I think two months, I don't know if these sites that everyone's flocking to is actually the business or not. Um, yeah, I'm always late to join the party anyway, so I'm not in a rush. <laughs> I have mini vids, so I'll be alright for now, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. There's so, so much to think about. Like, I really am just re-strategizing my whole business plan. Like, um, you know, school starts back up in a couple, couple weeks, weeks, right? And yeah. I was excited to like you know, focus heavily on camming in my subscription clubs and maybe let videos take a back burner. But now I'm like, <laughs> maybe that's not the move. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so, nah. clips are just so easy to like pop out in mass versus then full length videos. Like I can probably get out two months worth of video clips faster than I could two months worth of full length videos. Like I don't think people mm -hmm. realize it's not just press play, record, exit, upload. No, it's like a whole production. I wish. Oh my God. Oh my God. I desperately, desperately <laughs> yeah, wish. I'd have way more content out if it was that easy. Like, uh, but I don't know. I think I'm going to be streaming like throughout the week, Monday to Friday. And with the ability to record my shows, I think that'll have a lot of content within it for, you know, some of my subscription clubs. That way I can just Our focus on maybe... Or... Yeah. Uh, no, like in my subscription Oh, clubs. gotcha. Okay. Like taking my... Because then I, w I could make original content for, like, video content for OnlyFans. Or for... Oh, mm -hmm. so many things. So <laughs> on many vids. Um... <laughs> And then have, like, my live streaming be a main focus and then record those shows and take some of that content and use it in my subscription clubs. But that's subject to change tonight, right. you know, that when I look at this plan again. change in a day or two. That can change in a month. Who knows? So, But, I mean... But sex workers are so adaptable. So like, we have just, like, switched every website. Millions. We've been everywhere. We have no laws protecting us. Not at We're all. Just, out here fighting for our will to have our legal jobs that's the sad part legal jobs like it's legal and i feel like i get like oh child trafficking and all that i'm like okay what about the real 
pedos and the real traffickers that are going on? Why don't you have that same energy and getting them off the streets? Like you guys are attacking us like we're the ones that's uploading. And yes, I'm not going to sit here and say that there hasn't been any type of like video content of minors on these sites, but it's not to the masses that they're making it out to be at all. It's more mm -hmm. dangerous in the streets than it is digitally. And I just feel like we're being picked on. Well, um, Pornhub, when they released what happened with, like they put out a statement after their MasterCard fiesta last year mm -hmm. and in it, uh, they revealed that there was like 13 counts of underage content on Pornhub, which is obviously 13 too many. Mm -hmm. um, but Pornhub self-reported 20-something million cases. And, you know, people, people see what's happening to sex workers, and they're not really batting an eye. They don't really care. But very soon, every online website is going to require you to upload a piece of ID for you to have it. And that... If that doesn't freak you out, if that doesn't, you know, raise a red flag and make you care about what's happening to sex workers, mm -hmm. you're next. You hate to tell it mm -hmm. to you, but I hate to be well, the bearer of bad news, but it. Like, it's coming. Venmo, Cash App, now they want you to enter in your social security number, your legal full name to get verified. And that's new. You, it used to be, oh, you just create a username, a password, link your bank account information so you can get the money, send the money. Now they want to fully identify who you are just to use an app. Like, it's not affecting them personally yet, so they don't care. But when it does, we're all going to be sitting in the background, sipping our tea like, mm, we warned you. Yeah. Well, my my Facebook a few years ago was hacked from somewhere across the fucking planet. I don't even remember where. And I had to upload a photo ID so that I could verify that the account was mine. And now I can never change my account name ever because I'm verified by my name. So like, <sighs> even if I wanted to add an, an additional amount of privacy to my personal Facebook, I can't because it's like verified stuck that's who i am i've had performer friends who've gone on with their own performer name and then have to upload photo id and it automatically switches your name to your full legal first and last name and i just think that's really fucked up yeah. like that's not for you to be telling people like i don't care if it is facebook i don't want people knowing my government full name like not everybody mm -hmm. knows me like that that's mm. Ugh. People do not take privacy as seriously as they should. Well, because they piracy feel like they're protected if they use a fake name, a fake email. But people don't realize there's IP addresses. There's so many different ways that it can be linked back to you. Your phone number can be linked. Like, I mean, obviously, we care more about privacy more than the average person just because we have to. But mm -hmm. even then, it's like... I don't know. People just don't care. Or like with iPhones, how you can share your location with people. Like if you're not careful, like my, my little sister, she is in middle school now. She just went back and she, she, let's just say her form of transportation, I'm very cautious about. So I was like, hey, you have an iPhone now, share your location with me. And she was like, oh, okay, this is so fun. Like I can see where you are. You can see where I am. Even though... <laughs> But I'm like, whatever, girl, I'm going to turn mine off, but I'm going to see yours. 
And then I tell her, I was like, do not share your location with any of your friends under any circumstances. I don't care if they have an iPhone. No, it's only for family, like no one else. And she's like, I don't understand why, though. Like, it's a cool thing. I was like, because they don't need to know where you are. It's for your safety. It's for your protection. And she's like, oh, wow, I never thought of it like that. And I'm like, damn, I have to teach like a 12-year-old so young about safety and privacy now that she has an iphone like it freaked me out i'm like oh my god you have an iphone like okay let me let me be the good sister and explain to you <laughs> like yeah this might seem cool and fun but privacy especially as a woman too can be so dangerous the smallest thing you can think taking a photo somewhere if you have the wrong mm -hmm. like thing in the background mm -hmm. you have a school name you have a street name that can be so yeah. dangerous a certain like I don't know, like um, monument or something. Oh, I know where that person lives. Like, you got to be careful out here. I know. There was a time back when I first started, and this is when it like really set in with me. I've always, the whole time I've been a sex worker, have had a different location, time zone, all my information, even a, even like a fake real name. Like I've really tried to cover my tracks mm -hmm. of privacy or at least set people in the wrong directions because privacy is like so number one to me. And I don't know if it's like my mass amount of intake of true crime or what, but I just, it's <laughs> yes. always, I'm always thinking about like situations being safe or unsafe. And there was a time when I first started and I was just sitting in my living room and I posted this picture um, and I was watching a show and I just snapped it and someone zoomed up on I'm not even, oh, it stresses me out. Somebody zoomed up on the magazine sitting on my coffee table and screenshotted the address. That was... Oh, my, my gosh. And I was like, why would you do that? Like, what is wrong with right? you? What is absolutely wrong oh, with you? Oh, like, my goodness. It's funny that you, you mentioned so true crime. Because I'm a huge true crime junkie. Like, to the point where I'm already a paranoid person, but, like, this, it traumatizes me, but I'm so informative of it. But people are crazy. Because I want to know. Because I'm getting out. I'm getting out. I hate to be so naive. But I am an overthinker. Mm -hmm. I'm a critical thinker. I'm a problem solver. I will be gone. I'm if not you sitting get around me, scared. I'm out. If you get me, trust and believe, it's going to be what a fight. It ain't going to be no easy victim. I'm going to let you know that now. It's going out what a you fight. You the wrong bitch. Like, I'm going to sit there. I'm going to call 911 and have them listen in. And I'm just going to be yelling out your description. Like I feel long hair all over your back. Yeah, I'm scratching <laughs> you. I'm biting you. My DNA, everything. Like you ain't getting me that easy. See, I be hearing some of these stories. I be like, bitch, how the fuck you let that happen? Like I know, and you say that, but then at the same time, sometimes things happen, and then you get like, you get a little like shocked that this is happening to you, and you don't react the way you want. So the more that you're versed in different ways to react. The more likely you are That's to true. react. That's true. But it's, it's dangerous in these streets, and true crime makes it worse. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We have to share some some uh, true crime channels to watch. Dude, listen, I will promote this channel like it's my own, but on Spotify, it's called Crime Junkies. Oh my God, these two girls, these bitches, and the, they tell it like a story. Like it's so. It's, like, calming, but very, like, eerie at the same time because they're obviously talking about, like, murderers and serial killers and, like, rapists and stuff. And they explain to you also how to, like, not 
put yourself in that position or if you're in that position, what some things that you could possibly do and stuff. Mm -hmm. I binge them so much. Like I wake up to them. I shower to them. I drive to them. I sleep to them. But these posts got me paranoid. (laughs) I'd be out in these streets and I'm like, oh my God, what would crime junkies do? (laughs) No, like I'll I'll be driving home late and like there's a car pulled over. I'm like... Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Or if someone's staring dumping? too hard. What are I'm like, why are you staring? Are I know. you following I'm very, me? Very paranoid. All the time. All the time. Or if like a man is coming out of a store with me, but he's looking at me too hard, like I'll purposely not walk to my car and I'll like walk to like just whatever else is nearby. Like I'm so paranoid, but it'd be those those small instances that could literally save your life. Like you mm-hmm. just your intuition when you feel it in your spirit that something in that like the energy changes like if you how many times have you been wrong in an instance like that not many right do you know what I mean like trust trust it like ugh. and it happens ugh. more common than people want to admit or think it just may not be publicized as much either because some of the stories I was listening to were from like my hometown. And it was recent, and I was scared. I was like, wait a second. This was happening while I was there? That's too close to home. And you just you just don't think about small stuff, like putting your groceries in your car. Like, there's a certain position that you should actually put your groceries in your car. Or, like you said, taking a photo of the TV. You got to be cautious of what's on your table because some psychopath is going to zoom in and screenshot the ad. Like, who has time for that? I know. I think there should be a lot more resources for women, too. Like, maybe free resources, classes. Mm, uh, mm-hmm. Like, I, I remember when I was uh, a new mother, I was like, I wish I had a self-defense class for new mothers. Because it's really hard to think in the moment when do. you have a child to protect what, or multiple children, what you should be doing in a situation like that. And, uh, yeah, I just think... Uh, luckily i found some great tiktok pages that do like women's self-defense tips and tricks Mm -hmm. which i follow all of them (laughs) i'm like eric come over here i gotta try some (laughs) 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 like (laughs) i just it's it's so important safety is so important and there's just not enough resources for women to really take care of themselves and Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's so it's illegal scary. to carry things like pepper spray, pepper spray, and like pocket knives and tasers. Like you just out here, free. I know. I'm protected. I mean, you could try me if you want. I'm not saying that I have or don't <laughs> have anything, but if you want to try it, you can test your luck. That's all I'm gonna say. Is go ahead, test your luck. I'm a little crazy. I be wanting some. <laughs> not wanting but like if it happens like i feel like i'm really prepared to like go out with a fight at least mm-hmm. like i felt like uh last summer i was in a scenario where i felt very 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 unsafe and i was like i my oh, brain was just going like a hundred miles this. a minute yeah and i'm like i need to get out of this situation yeah five minutes ago yeah and that uh, was yeah, dangerous like, it just and i'm glad you listened to yourself because when you were telling me the story I remember getting chills like, bruh. It was red flag after red flag. And I just think that uh, if I had been a little less prepared, I could have ended up in a really bad situation. And you need to take those signs and listen to them and get the fuck out. Be aware of your surroundings. Like, 
just as as a woman, like I can't even sit in a restaurant with like my back to the door where mm-hmm. the entrance is. So I need to see what is going on in every public setting that I'm in. That is my position. When I sit down, I need to see everybody, everything. Mm-hmm. Same. I'm, like I'm psycho. And I was like in high school, I remember like if someone broke into the school and like did some shit, like how would what would be my escape plan mm-hmm. here in this class? Like Constantly, just All constantly time. worrying my whole fucking life, bro. All the time. I'm so tired. <laughs> when I move into a new place, the first thing I'm not like, yeah, I look at the cosmetics, but that's the second thing. The first thing I look at is if someone tried to rob me, where could I a hide first, and b how can I escape? Like those, that's the first thing that comes to my mind. Not like, oh my god, look at the hardwood floors. Now that comes after because if there's no way for me to escape, then I can't live here. Like I'm dead. Like, mm-hmm. I'm done. Like, if something happened and I was in the bathroom, I'm dead. There's, I don't have a window. I'm dead. I'm out. I could try to hide under the bathroom sink. No one ever thinks to look there. <laughs> but, like, right? No one thinks to look in the bathroom okay. sink. Under the bed, yes, everyone thinks to look there. But the bathroom sink, no one thinks to look there. Because most of the time, you can't really fit under there. But best believe, I'm going to figure out how to crunch <laughs> and <laughs> And get in there, but I might have a pipe in my head. But hey, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be and I have two crazy dogs. So let some of them really do try. Their barks alone will scare the hell out of you. So, baby, you that brave? Come on. Like I said, just, <laughs> you could try it if you won't. <laughs> like I'm crazy as hell. <laughs> But speaking of spirit and, like, trusting your gut, let's talk about your tarot readings because I need a new one. I really do. I feel like my body is telling me I need to know where my life is going to be in a few days. (laughs) Yeah. I know. I started reading tarot. Well, okay, my first experience with tarot was in Miami when I went to X-Biz. My friends and I were like, we have to see a psychic. Like, let's just fucking do it. Because we were having, like, a really nice big spiritual talk, the three of us, and we were like, we should just go see a fucking psychic. So we went in, and, like, each of us, we were really open and candid with each other before we went in. Like, just really open and sharing. And, and then we went in, and each of our readings were so specific to us when we came out and we were sharing with each other in the car we were like yeah fucking right and I'm like I just like could not not stop thinking about it I'm like there is something to this process of cards uh that I want to figure out and so I was always drawn to tarot I knew my mom had a tarot card like had a deck and uh she actually gave me her deck and then I found out that that deck also belonged to my grandmother. So it's like a three-generation tarot deck. And I didn't even know that my nan read tarot. And so I always actually, when I read that deck, I always felt pretty connected to her. And I, I, there was like this card that really stood out that reminded me of her. And then when I later found that out, I was like, you're fucking kidding. <laughs> and then I ended up buying like a whole bunch of other decks and, you know, just oracle decks and tarot decks and stuff. And I started reading myself and then reading my like reading for people that I knew but not telling them just to see like how my like based on what I knew about what was going on in these people's lives my mom my sister and stuff just to see like practice and see how accurate mm-hmm. I was and then I started like actually reading for people and I think I'm so much better at reading for people than I am for myself I don't know if that's common for tarot readers but now I've done like 200 300 tarot readings for wow. people um I just did one the other night on the on the full moon 
for a friend, and uh, it was, they're always so intense. Like, you, you like, I don't know, sometimes I read cards and I like, I'm like, ah, do, should I say that? And like, I'm thinking it, I'm like, I'll just say it. And then, and then they're like, it's so weird you said that because <laughs> this, and I'm like, yeah. I have to just trust my intuition and say what I'm thinking. Cause like people are always validating that. And I'm super critical of myself. So every re reading that I did for like the first hundred, I rated myself out of 10 oh based on the person's <laughs> reaction to it. I'm like, how, like, was it good? Like, they're like, just validating for me so I could just know that I'm getting better or more accurate or whatever. But I really enjoy doing it. I don't know what it is about tarot that I'm so drawn to, but I, I feel like it's the voice in your head that you like, you're, you think these things, but you don't always express them. And I feel like every tarot reading is subject to change. It's not like the future. It's based on what's going on in your life right now. This is how it looks flashing forward. If you stay on this path mm -hmm. at any time, you can change that path and those cards will read different. Um, but yeah, I fucking, I love doing it. It's so fun. I've actually made my own decks, my own like text oh. deck and like drawn Oracle cards and stuff. Oh, that's super fun. Cute. Oh my goodness. You should do one. Like create a tarot like, card. Not oh. well, the whole deck is a lot because it's like 78 cards. But if there was one or two that you felt really drawn to, interpreting it in artwork yourself would be really, really fun. It's funny. Okay, it's funny that you say that. Hold on. Hold, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I just said, like, should I? Pause. People are like, <laughs> so funny you said that. <laughs> dun 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 dun. <laughs> Okay, so this is like super ugly as to why I didn't finish it because I wasn't feeling it. But, okay, what's the tarot card that has like the, I think it looks like a joker. Hold on. You know which one I'm talking about? The Fool? Yeah, The Fool, The Fool. Okay. The Fool? So, of course, I was on TikTok and I got creative and I started to make this, but then I stopped. But it's funny that you say that because I was trying to make like the fool in like a 3D way, like by the nose and then like the shape of yeah. it to be like in the card. And it was going to be a incense holder. So that way you could, there's like the little divot there. So yes. it's so funny that you said that because I literally made this, what is this, August, maybe like two months ago. And then I just, another one of my unfinished art projects that like I hate it. So I stopped doing, but it's. Bitch, <laughs> what? Do it. Like, <laughs> you're thinking about it? Do it. Like, dude, that's so yeah, crazy. So, let me see. I have my drawn, my, it's called my doodle oracle. Cause like, I've always been really big into like doodle art. Mm -hmm. So like, I've got, I don't know. I've got some here. Ooh, the lot. Too much baggage. Okay. Front page, extra, extra. Ooh. I don't even know, like, which ones, which ones are the cutest ones? Hold on. Because <laughs> I know I got some cute ones in here. Like, the clown, I made this really cute cloud one, clown one. Watch it be the last one here. Watch it be the one that fell out. Mm. Oh I'd be so annoyed. It is. Okay. No. Oh, <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Oh, that's, oh, shedding your skin. Oh, 
girl. How accurate for real. No, for real though. For real. No, but I, I really enjoy doing them. Like, I like to, you know, listen to some good music, cleanse my space. It's been a, like, I don't have a lot of things that I do just for me. Mm -hmm. And I feel like tarot, spirituality, oracle cards, all that stuff is like me time that I can invest in. And I feel good about it. And it's calming and it's enlightening and it helps me like self reflect. And do you ever feel yeah, like, I really like that. it can be mentally draining by connecting to someone else's energy and soul? Or no? I don't find that. Um, I know a lot of tarot readers and stuff, like they'll want you to hold the deck or they need you to be a part of this and I like I don't necessarily feel like I need that stuff at all like whether it's someone's username that has no connection to that person I can still connect to it because I can like feel like I can feel like who what kind of person would have this username mm. and then I create this like narrative of who this person what their messages have been to me if it's a uh, like someone on Instagram I can just like look at a recent photo I don't necessarily need these things these tools but like they just help just a little bit more but I don't I don't ever feel drained after it if anything I feel like more buzzed up like sometimes I'm I get finished reading and I'm like Fucking, I'm buzzing and I'm like, okay. right. I'm like, what can I do now? <laughs> like, it just gets me really, really hyped. It's very rare where I'm like, okay, that's enough for today. Gotcha. Okay, yeah, because I would just always wonder if, like, if someone's going through a really dark time in their life, and that's like the the energy or the reading that you're get getting from them. If just mentally, if that could be a little like taxing, or but I don't. I mean, I don't really know. I don't know much about tarot. Even when I got mine from yours, was it last year? Or the yeah, yeah it was I think last so. Lately, like, last year, I was like, I don't know what this is. She could be making up some shit, and I'm gonna just go along with it. Like, I don't pay her so well. But when I was listening to it, I was like, Oh my god, this girl doesn't know anything about me. Like on a deep personal level, we've never met in person. How does she know this? Like, it was so trippy but i don't know if it's there's some weird things that's come from my my tarot readings like uh i did a reading for lydia love last year and i'm like you're gonna get a lot of money big oh, amount of money she and then she won, won like 35 thousand yes. dollars from chatter oh my god i totally and remember that yeah like, and like yeah. Uh, a friend of mine i read for her one time and i didn't we, it had been a while since we caught up and i was reading her and then i was like, picking up on like her mom really pushing her to go back to school and finish her master's and stuff and she's like i literally haven't told anybody about this like what are you doing with this like how are you saying that right now i know exactly what you're talking about and like i i tr like interpret some but i'm just telling you what it says i'm not reading i'm not telling you your future i'm not like i intuitively read my cards but like if I feel like something's leaning more towards one way or some, like, a couple cards are more connected, I'm like, these, this is about this. Like, yeah. you need to fix this. And I don't know what it is, but I'm like, this, I don't know. Wait, I've always been really, really sensitive to other people. I just thought about this, because I was thinking about how I remember how with the charms, you have uh, a crown that you had pulled, and then I ended up oh, winning yeah. many bits. But you also pulled out, um what was it? It was something art related. And I can't remember if it was a brush or if it was just something that was like creative, but it was art based. And then now I have my art business. Like I literally just That's put cool. that together now. Cause I was like, I was trying to think where did this art stuff come from? Like, yeah, I've always been creative and always like down to like try stuff, 
But since we started talking about like the tarot readings again, I was like, oh my God, I remember when she pulled the crown and I was like, wait a second. This bitch also pulls something like art specific <laughs> and I have a whole art business like that I didn't know about. Right? Like, but that, I, didn't I don't even, even think know. It, was, it wasn't even like yeah. it wasn't even anything that was like on my mind. It, it wasn't anything that was really in the works. It might have been like an idea that I had subconsciously, but wasn't allowing myself to really want to like invest into it or like bring it to fruition and then for some reason it just came up what feels like out of nowhere and then it just evolved like it just feels like it was out of the blue Weird. but another thing you had said in there too was like i needed to stop being afraid of embracing things that i wanted to do and that once i let that that guard down or that door down that so many new like opportunities will come both professionally and personally and, oh my god okay my brain oh, i'm literally going crazy right now we have to go through the voice Dude, notes of, like, because now i'm just thinking about like everything it's like connecting dots now like all the business opportunities i've had all the business connects that i've made all the businesses i decided to do bitch my brain right now i'm just like holy shit this makes sense <laughs> Oh god. It's really interesting how some of these messages come through too. Like I like you know, there's some cam models who've gotten readings from me who like I don't I don't even know if they're like in a relationship. I don't know if they live alone, if they have a family, if they have kids, if they have a dog, if they're good with their parent. I know nothing. Mm -hmm. And like I picked up on, you know, someone's father like going cross country, but I was like it was like a departure, a separation, but it wasn't like this person had passed away. It's like just this long distance thing. And she was like, that's so fucking weird. Like, I don't, <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> I can't tell you that. <laughs> I can just tell you what I, I what I know. It, it, honestly, like, it makes no fucking sense to me. Mm -mm. But I embrace it. Because, like, I believe that there's things that are happening that I don't have an explanation for. But I can still accept are happening. So that's, I think, I think, like, magic is just unexplained science. I agree. It's just like with paranormal activity. I feel like just because we can't physically see it or be able to articulate it into words where the human can accept it doesn't mean that it's not real. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like people can talk to spirits that have been passed, whether if they're good or bad. And I feel like there's always a spirit around us, whether if we are embracing and allowing them to interact with us, but I feel like they're there. Like, mm -hmm. and I mean, this goes back to people being like, oh, Sasha, you're so overdramatic. Like, <laughs> you're so weird. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, but I have some weird encounterments in life that have made me believe that it's real. I can't explain it, but I know it's there. It's just weird. So, like, I, I feel I've had, like, a lot of personal, like, beliefs of what i think like afterlife looks like and and all these things like all these concepts that i've created like created as a kid like I, I like ever since i was probably like eight or nine i started like conceptualizing some of my like spiritual beliefs mm -hmm. and now being an adult on tiktok scrolling through witch talk i'm like i literally have been thinking about this my whole life and no it wasn't from any source nobody told me these things mm -hmm. these were just like some deep knowing or some 
intuitive thing that I felt was true, and now someone else was talking about it, and I have not talked to this person about, like, where does this idea come from? Right. How we all got the same... <laughs> where does this all come exactly. from? <laughs> like, I'm just still trying to piece it all together. No, for real. Um, witch talk, I definitely feel like I might be a witch, and I don't mean to be disrespectful or, like, joking when I say that, but I low-key feel like I have some type of, like, witch tendencies which is funny because my sister and I, when we were younger, we used to always pretend we were witches and like make spells and like actually get like cauldrons and like try to cast spells and like put in different like items. Like, and we would really like, like think about it and like really sometimes some of the shit we would like joke around what happened and I'd be, oh Lord, like we, we don't need to be playing with this. Like this is a little too freaky. But then there's like a whole nother side of witch talk where I'm like, y'all is some real witches. Like, it's, it's kind of <laughs> scary. Because if you don't know what you're doing, you could be tapping into a whole different realm than you were intentionally trying to. And that scares me because I never want to unlock no demons, mm -hmm. no negativity. Mm -hmm. Like, mm-mm, mm-mm. It, it gets a, it gets a <laughs> little too, too deep. But I feel like you're a witch. Yeah. Like, I really, truly feel like you're a witch. Fun fact. My mom, she's really into genealogy and our, like, lineage. And she tracked us all the way back to the whale, uh, Salem witch trials. And two of our relatives were jailed during that time, but were let go. Why, bitch? <laughs> Why? What? <laughs> so, I think that is so cool. Yeah. I know. See, I knew like, you so legit. Different. And I know... <laughs> What? I know that, like, people people would love to just... I, I see on TikTok, they're like, oh, we're the witches. You, you know, yeah. There's a lot of, like, we are witches. But, like... Like... You literally come from... There was some. a time... <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna open up real quick. But there was a time when I was a child where my grandmother took me aside from I was playing with my siblings and my cousins and she took me to the into the car and we drove down the street. We we're sitting in a parking lot. I remember it was a beautiful day and she just turned to me and she had told me about uh how her like it was so I was like literally five, five years old, I remember this, like it was yesterday. And she had sat with me in the car and said to me that her mother uh, knew when she was going to die and she called everybody to tell them before she died and she was just like yeah so I think she was psychic and she's like I think I'm a little psychic too and then she's like, I think you probably are a little too and it, that just like stuck with me for such a long time and uh you know right before my nan died I had said something about how like I feel like I was picking it up before she died and I said something like huh, like, no one really close to me has passed away, and that's weird. I wonder, like, I feel like something's coming. And then literally, like, nine days later, my nan passed away, and I was like, oh I wonder if I was picking up on that. You know what I mean? Like, there's just, like, a lot of very, like, I believe in coincidences, but I also believe in, like, fate and, mm -hmm. and destiny and things happening for reasons and whatever, and manifestation, all that shit. Like, I'm deep in it, I'm fucking deep <laughs> yeah you are deep like i thought i was deep but you buried like you are beneath it <laughs> but at the same time i like don't come to me for spiritual advice because i am still learning like i don't know yeah don't i mean i feel me. like I you know. can always be learning but, you're i don't think anyone is ever truly done learning from something like that because there's always so much 
that you don't know until you encounter it or someone is brought into your life for you to then pick up on it or like as I like to say unlock a new like level as a person in you because there's a lot of shit that you don't even would ever think of until it's in your face and then it's like something in your brain just unlocks and then now you have this whole new knowledge that you never knew you had and you're like, where the fuck did this come from? But I just feel like we're like a video game. Our brain unlocks when it's time to get to the next level. Mm, so Yeah. See, I'm weird. Like I can go I can go way left field sometimes. When I talk to people about stuff like this, sometimes it's kind of just like, oh, whatever, because all they laugh at me, I'm like, oh my God, like, <laughs> okay, you think there's ghosts around you, okay, haha, <laughs> or like you think you manifested that whatever that is no you just got a job and you like worked for it and i'm like Ugh, like what's the point like you don't, you don't understand, understand. Like, that's your you problem don't understand. <laughs> that's crazy i know with your nan though oh my goodness yeah. but like I, I my roommate from college she used to say like you're being weird again because like i would just like, oh i would just be sitting in my room and i'm like i'll be singing a song and then she turns on her fucking music first song playing and like shit, just shit like that like i there was times where like i'm sitting here and i'm like you know what i feel like my little one's gonna get hurt and i lay down a pillow and then hits the floor and i'm like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where is this coming from like how do i know these things i don't like it's it's hard to explain and people do totally fucking look at you like you're crazy All and that's fine that's fine I am crazy, and I'm okay with that. Crazy and beautiful. <laughs> crazy and beautiful. Man. I mean, do you always feel like it's just like, okay, after that encounter that happened with your nan, do you still get things like that where you can just almost not predict but feel it happen before it happens? Or what do you think that was just kind of yeah. like a one-off? No, it's often like I can, I'll like, I can feel the moods of my family members, even when I'm not around them. Like mm. I my you know, like my brother went through a breakup. Like I, oops, sorry. I felt that, you know, and I was like, something's off. Something's wrong. Someone in my family is hurt. Mm. Like, I don't know if it's emotionally da, 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 da. And I express these things. And then I later find out, like, I'll tell my mom, like, yeah, I'm feeling uneasy. Something's going on. And she's like, aunt Pat died. Like, and I'm like, dang. Oh, like, mom is very in tune with me, too, and, like, I, th- I think that, like, my mom and I are definitely, like, on the same page with a lot of stuff, so it's nice to have, like, her validation in mm-hmm. that, but at the same time, like, I don't fucking understand. There's ti- there was a time, just recently, like, where I'm, I was laying in bed with my partner, and I was just, like, I, I said the name of this company, like, I, like, we were just on our way to bed, <laughs> and I'm, like, struck tube, and he's, like, what did you just say? And I'm like struck tube, and he's like, I was just thinking that. How did you? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know how. That is like, I literally hear it. I just hear it, and I say it, and then people are like, Why would you say that? Like, what compelled you to say that? I don't know. I just, I don't have explanations. I just do. Do you feel like since it sounds like it's something that's like been in your family for decades? Do you think with your family do you think like that's gonna kind of pass along or do you think it's like a woman like trait since it was like your grandma that's a good question i don't know there was one time where i had like crazy crazy deja vu one day and i was like with my little one 
who's a boy, like my son, and I, like, I stopped, and I, like, looked at something, and I looked back at this, and then something happened, and I'm like, this is so deja vu, and he stopped, and he looked at me, and I looked at him, and I'm like, do you feel that? <laughs> like, what is going on? <laughs> like, I, I don't know, but, like, it felt like he was in that with me in that moment, and we were both like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> so wow. weird. That's gonna be fun to see as he gets older, like, if, if you can notice, like, if he's, like, picking up on things, like, because mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you, like, I don't know if a person zones out, because obviously we can't see ourselves from the outside point of view, but I know that there have been times where I have thought I was active in the real world, but Bluebird has says that I have, like, literally just zoned out. And he will call my name, like touch me, and I'm just zoned out. But mm-hmm. I'm thinking I'm active and I'm like living and it feels like the real world. And then I'll come back to myself and he'll be like, yo, what the fuck was up with you? And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, what do you mean? So I don't know if people zone out like that or if it's like, I don't know, like a blank face, but you're still active. Like I've always wanted to see someone in that element and see mm. how they physically looked, you know? Because it's just a weird, I don't know why it fascinates me. And then I'm always... Did like, you ever look it up? Like, research it? or No, like... because sometimes I get a little afraid researching certain things because oh, I for don't sure. <laughs> know what it possibly could mean. Because um, then if it's something kind of, like, bad, like, certain dreams I would have, I would look up, and then the definition of them would really, like, scare me and traumatize me. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Like, do I need to reevaluate my life, especially if it's like a consecutive dream? But I just, I'm so fascinated by the brain that I just want to see someone in that element and see if it is like an outer body experience. Like if you really just kind of like zone out or if you're just yeah. like normal, how we're talking right now, do you ever just feel like it's not real, but that you're watching from like another dimension you're watching yourself but it feels real because we're talking but then it also doesn't feel real like you're watching yourself see now i'm starting crazy (laughs) i feel i feel that more when i'm like out in public and i like have those realizations where like every single person around me has their own experience here and then every person that they know have their own experience and then i'm like like i just have like very like big disassociative days and i'm like what is going on here (laughs) like why are we here but I've never, like, I've never really fully zoned out and, like, you know, um, felt like I was, like, doing something, like, living and not, you know what I mean? Like, and not, like, actually doing things. That is really, co- like, Loki is really cool. Um, do you ever meditate? Like, are you a meditator? So, I have tried to meditate, but my brain is so loud, it doesn't fully allow me to get to the point where I am meditating. I have tried with music. I have tried with guided um, videos through YouTube. I have tried complete silence. My brain is just too loud, and there's always something that I'm thinking about. It just won't let me. And it really bothers me because I I feel like if I can meditate, I can control my emotions a lot better and my anxiety a lot better. But Mm -hmm. my brain just won't let me unless I'm like, I totally, I get that. I can meditate, but that's because <laughs> I get that. I can't like sit in peace and meditate. I have to like I I feel like I need guided meditation because if not, if I have too much control in that situation, I'm just like 
like what's for dinner right. da, da, da. and i like i want to spend this time like reflecting and going inward and like like i like guided meditations that take you to a time or a place or you know introduce you to someone else mm-hmm. and you create this person and you see this person i love those there's meditation like guided meditations i've done where i come out like crying and i'm like what the fuck was that like what oh. like yeah i never got to yeah, that it's point. just like they get really really intense but I've only done them, like, I've only gotten, like, that deep into them a few times. I try to be mindful and take a few minutes each day, but totally should be doing more of that. Because I feel, like, way more, like, grounded and connected when I do have time to just, like, sit for a bit and just regulate Mm -hmm. my whole body. Do you still journal daily? Oh, yeah. (laughs) All the time. I find it difficult to journal lately, Um, because mentally I just don't want to go back to like a certain time that I need to reflect because, so I do digital journaling and I got a lot of prompts from this black TikToker that I found and she gives you the most deepest prompts ever. Like you can't just like, oh, five minutes, this is how I feel, go on. No, Mm. she makes you think. And a lot of the prompts I'm like, okay, I need this to heal. But when I get down to right, I'm like, I'm just mentally not in that headspace. I don't want to deal with this. I don't want to do that. Um, And I'll just, you know, ignore it and go on about my day. But I just wonder sometimes, I know journaling can be hard for people. And with like meditation, it's kind of a form of journaling because you have to really, you need to in tune yourself with what it is that you're writing and you would have to get into that mm-hmm. headspace. So I just wonder if, like, you had that difficulty with journaling daily since you can't really meditate, like, how you would want to. Yeah, I, I, like, have been journaling, not necessarily daily, but, like, very frequently since I was a child. And it is such a good source for me to just get things off my chest because I'm not like normally very open like I am like with my friends and family but there's a lot more processing up here than I'm saying out Mm -hmm. here so I do find journaling is a really good way to talk to myself and then meditating feels more of like a way to talk to like my spiritual team you know Mm -hmm. what I mean like just to like one one is directed to me and one is directed to like the forces working around me okay I see. Okay. But I don't know. I feel like it's pretty different for everyone. I don't know. I don't think there's rules. There's not really rules to it. It's just like, I think it's however however it it, it works for you and however you resonate with it, which could be completely different or not the normal that you would think it would for someone. Because like when you set your spiritual team, I was like, oh, I never thought of it like that. That's like a good way of thinking about meditation in that way, since you are in tune and like into that. I can see that. It's weird. One thing I find when I'm like going into, like when I'm writing, I hear my own voice. I'm like, you, blah, 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 me, da, 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 I. It's me and I. And then in my head when I'm meditating, I hear like by my first name, I'll say destiny, but mm-hmm. they're like, destiny, you, blah, 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 blah. And it sounds like someone is like literally talking to me. And I'm like, who is that? Like, is that me? Is that me talking to me? Or is that something talking to me? Am I picking up on this or, or what, you know? Have you dreamed lately? Like had a dream? <laughs> oh, yes. there, you know what <laughs> you said? <laughs> Here's the thing. I used to dream all the time in high school and college. And then after that, 
I barely dreamt, like maybe once a year, like, and it, it devastated me. I was so sad because I love to dream. I think it's like such a fun experience, whether it's good or bad. Like, I just really like mm -hmm. it. And then, and then like over the last year, they've gotten, there's been more and more and more. And I would say over the last like three months, it's been almost every fucking night. Like literally the night before last, I dreamt about a double earth. And I was like, I'm like, oh okay. my God, <laughs> just like <laughs> too, too much tonight. But you know, then some, some dreams like make absolute no sense. And then others are like, like complete, I feel they feel like completely guided or like purposeful, like parallel. So, I don't know. Do you dream a lot? Um, I haven't had a dream in, I want to say a few years, maybe like one or two years. This is 2021. Yeah, I don't think I've really dreamt since like 2019, but I would start to kind of track my dreams and I notice I only dream when I'm going through a really dark time in my life. Because usually my dreams are very negative and like traumatizing and like around death or murder or just something really deep. And so when I'm not going through a dark time in my life, I don't dream. It's just pure blackness. My eyes close and then I wake up and I'm like, oh, wow, it's a new day type of thing. So it's really weird. Mm -hmm. I don't know why, but I've noticed yeah. that it's like that. I've never had ever a happy dream in my entire life. Really? Mm -hmm. Wow, that's From crazy. Like, that is really crazy. <clears throat> the first thing I can truly remember, I was like four. But that's when everything negative really started to happen in my life. So I don't know if that's a coincidence. But yeah, all my dreams are always negative. Chasing dreams, um, murder dreams. Chased being hunted. Yep. Oh my god, the feeling of being hunted. I have those kinds of dreams often. One that is like reoccurring but different like i've had multiple dreams of multiple people in my life who've passed away where in the dream i'm bringing them to their family who's still alive so i had this happen to me with uh like a childhood friend uh this girl i went to high school with uh this grandmother i used to babysit uh her grandkids and like just it's happened like several times where this person will die and in the dream they connect to me i bring them to either like a room full of their family or bring them and connect them back to one of their loved ones. And I'm really, I'm not there to be a part of it. It's not, it has nothing to do with me, but like I am like this middle ground to get these two people back together connected. And so I think that's like when I started wondering, like if I had some like mediumship abilities, like why I was connecting so much with people and like passed over and people alive, mm -hmm. like and their family members and stuff. And I think that, like, I, in the back of my head, I've always wanted to see a psychic or, like, a medium. But I've never actually seen a medium yet. But after I did that tarot reading, I'm like, I gotta get into this. Because yeah. I feel like there's a lot of untapped things here that I, like, have always felt for a long time. But just, like, kept inside and never really shared it. Because, I, yeah, people think you're fucking I mean, crazy. they definitely so it's do. Like, <laughs> but I think, that's, I think that's something that, especially if it's, like, one of your most recurring dreams... That's something that's trying to tell you, like, this is something you're meant to do or, like, some type of purpose in it. Because that is something, if you think about it, is very almost like a, a blessing to be able to bring someone back to their loved ones. It's almost like to, like, that connection that they might have needed to reach there. Because you don't know, 
you could be dreaming it, but you don't know what those people could be going through and what you dreaming it can impact them on an emotional level too. Mm -hmm. It could be like a chain of effect. So it's really interesting because especially if it's a recurring thing, I, there's something, there has to be something to that. That's not just a, oh, I won the lottery type thing. That's right. on a deeper <laughs> level. And I think that's beautiful because if you could tap into that and figure that out, imagine what you could do for people. Oh, man. I know. I know. I feel there's so much to learn about mediumship that I don't feel like I have time to learn. But then I'm like, what is the point of, like, like why wouldn't you? You have all this time here to figure this out. So, like, yeah. do it because it feels right. But, yeah, it, those those experiences are so weird. And it actually, like, that, it didn't happen my whole life. It was after my grandmother passed away. And uh, then shortly after she passed away, like probably three months after she passed away, I had a dream about her and she came to me and she had said, I'm not, I'm not dead. You just have to come find me. And I, that always stuck with me for such a long time. Like it confused me so much because that dream felt so real yeah. that I woke up that day thinking like, what, is she alive? Like, and I remember asking my mom, like, is she, like, right. are you guys is she dying? <laughs> I was like, are you okay? <laughs> like, and so I got to explain it to her and then it was like, just over the past like three, six months, I was doing this like meditation and, and I had thought of that moment and thought of that dream. And then it sounded like my grandmother's voice in my head that was like, destiny, I'm right here. Like, I'm right here. Like I could like literally hear her talking to me. And I was just like, uh, like, did I connect with her? Like, is that what that meant? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not gone. I'm here. You just have to come find me in these spiritual ways. Way. So it was, very, it was just like, you can't ignore those things forever, especially when they happen so frequently. Like, you have to start questioning shit. And like, I feel like people who don't question it, maybe just aren't paying attention to the signs that are being given mm -hmm. to them, you know, because people are so busy with their everyday lives. And that's why I think it might be like sparking up more over the last year because I'm like going inward rather than just focusing on all the ex like external yeah. things. The past year and a half has very been like self-reflection and that's what I'm like, okay, like now I'm getting back in tune with myself and these things are starting to make sense again. So it feels cool. Yeah. I mean, you have such like, a peaceful like experiences, man, all mine are shitty as fuck <laughs> like, like my most recurring dream is like it's me my mom and my two sisters like my youngest sisters my youngest two sisters and we're always in the house chilling and someone tries to i don't know if they're trying to rob us or do something worse than that but we always I always manage to grab my two sisters and we always climb it's always like the same scenario I grab them we climb out the window my mom tells us to go without her and that she'll catch up but don't look back don't come back and find her if like she's not there and then we're always running on top of like the roofs of apartment buildings like hopping over them and then the youngest sister of mine, she always gets hurt, so I ended up carrying her. And then my mom ends up catching up with us, but she's usually, like, bloody and, like, clothes ripped. It's, like, like, really graphic, like, very eerie to, like, see your mom like that. 
And then it's just, then for something, like, we end up getting separated and then I'm by myself, but I'm constantly running from, like, the guy that's trying to harm me. And it's, like, an ongoing chase, like, ongoing. And then I don't know where my sisters are because we got separated. And I usually end up crying. And then, um, like, my dogs or something will wake me up out of my sleep. And then I'll be like, oh, my God, like, I'm real life crying in tears. And... I'll ignore it and then it'll happen again the next night and then it'll happen again the next night and then I'll call my mom and she'll be like oh we're good we're fine and then I'm always like why am I having this dream I've not lived with her in 10 years why do I keep having this type of dream and I still to this day don't know why and I feel like when I do figure it out it might be too late but it's like mm. the weirdest thing ever I, I'm chick. That's really, really yeah. intense to dream like night after night. It is night. the most intense thing ever. And like, I love my mom to death, but like, she's, you know, she's old. She's up there in age. But my sisters, they haven't lived life yet. So the thought of them dying before they even like become 18, that's what traumatizes me more. Cause it's like, I cannot be the older sister they needed and save them and I think it's not necessarily mm. about my mom I think it's about my mom maybe passing them on to me like okay this is like this they're they're yours now type of thing like it now it's your turn to protect them and then I fail I think I don't know like you have this big sense of like re uh, responsibility for yeah them. and I've always felt like that since they were born I'm like oh like because we're 16 years apart that's a huge difference when I'm like, oh, yeah, you were babysitting all, all, all your high, like, high like, school. Oh my, like, oh, my God. I remember, like, <laughs> when they were, like, one or two, and I would take them to the store and hold their hands. People were like, oh, my God, your baby is so cute. And I'm like, it's my sister. And they're like, mm, okay. And I'm like, no, like, really, she's my sister. Like, bro, like, I didn't have a baby. Like, all kinds of stuff. And when they would get older, they would joke with people. And they'd be like, mommy. I'm like, don't, you know, I'm not your mom, you know, I'm your sister. So like, it's a huge difference. So when they're in high school, I'll be like mid thirties and they're going to be calling me like, Hey, um, I need something for a prom or I like, they're, they're, I've always known they were <laughs> yeah. going to call me and I don't know if my mom will be around when they graduate high school, but I just knew when they were born, like, damn, I have two kids basically that, Mm -hmm. are going to be my responsibility for their entire life because I'm going to be like the only one that's going to be left because everyone else is super old and we have a very small family so I don't know it's weird but it ain't as pleasant as yours I know that's a really intense no dream don't get me wrong <laughs> I get some scary I get some scary dreams of being hunted and like chased and shit like that like i always i have dreams frequently of like uh people like trying to read my mind and stuff and i'm like mm. like i'm gonna fuck with them and i'm gonna think this and then i can fool them oh that's and a then, new one I've like i have other before really mm. yeah i've had dreams where like oh there's this one dream and i was on a, i was on like some shuttle i don't know some space shuttle right like whatever and uh Basically, there's a bunch of people on it, and we were all kind of being held, but, like, as prisoners. And so someone, like, the staff or whatever were coming around, and, like, they would hold this, like, thing that looks like the temperature of chopping <laughs> up to your head. And then it would, like, scan, like, what you were thinking about. And so, like, they were kind of seeing and testing to see, like, who was 
who is like strategically still like present. Oh. And I'm like, I'm like realizing what's going on. I'm like in my head. You ever seen the movie like yes. Divergent? And they're like just trying mm-hmm. to like fucking figure this shit out and sh- still try to blend in. It was exactly like that. And then so like they go over my head and I'm like, hmm, I wonder what we're having for dinner. Like, <laughs> like I totally fucking like trip them out. And then they move past me and then I'm like, I gotta get the fuck off the ship. Like, no. oh, it just all felt very, very bad. Or like dreams where people, I feel like I'm, I'm like shopping and I'm like, why are there so many people that look like this around here? And then I'm like, we got to go. Like, let's get our stuff and go. And they're like, I'm like rushing out the door and look behind me. And they're like chasing after us and stuff. It's just, there's a lot of like anxiety dreams. Dreams are fucked. I love having them. Like I said, I don't care if they're good or bad, as long as I can wake up from them. (laughs) Right. Have you ever been like, uh, what is it called? Sleep paralysis, I think, where you wake up, but you can't move. No. I've never had that thing. The fucking it's Lord. It's the worst thing that could ever happen. Um, my, my old house, when I was living in the Bay, I had just got my oldest dog, Otis. He was like a puppy. I think he was like one or two. And he is a German shepherd. Like he, he does his job to the T. He is the best guard dog ever sometimes i'm like yo you bark way too fucking much like i need you to reel it in but he does his job for him not to be trained like he naturally is a very very good dog and animals and children can see spirits i believe that with my heart i believe it because their mind is like their imagination hasn't been stripped of them because like as adults you kind of lose a little bit of that you start to learn about realism and things. But I feel like children and animals can see things. I'll never forget this night. Um, his kennel was in my bedroom. And I was dating this guy, Bluebird, at the time. And he was sleeping in the living room. And I remember waking up fully, 1,000% awake. But I could not move. All I could do is move my head from left to right. That was it. I couldn't go up, down, just left to right. And I felt this heavy pressure on me. And then my dog started to go insane. He is barking as if someone is attacking him. And he's in his kennel. He's like clawing at the kennel. He's trying to get out. He's going back and forth. His eyes has not left. Whatever it was that he saw, his eyes did not lose sight. All of a sudden, he stops. He goes into sit position, he then submits, and then lays down. And I'm laying here, cannot move, I'm crying, I'm yelling, I'm yelling for Bluebird to like, come, like something's wrong. And I mean, you would think I was being murdered the way I was screaming and yelling. And then my dog is going crazy, barking extremely loud. After maybe like 15, 20 minutes, because I remember there was TV that was on and the episode was almost over. The pressure released, and I remember I got the fuck up. 15, yes. 20 minutes? Very, very oh my long. God. I got up, and I ran to the living room. I wake up Bluebird, and I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, I was calling you. I was screaming for you. Like, did you not hear Otis? Like, what is wrong with you? He's like, what are you talking about? I didn't hear anything. And I was like, dude, you're fucking crazy. Like, I was in there screaming like I was getting murdered. Like, what are you talking about? Blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm, I'm angry at him. Like, you're the man. you in my house right now. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, if you gonna stay over here and try to mess with me, I need you to at least hear me when I call you. 
They'd be saying something. He's like, I didn't hear a peep. I didn't hear Otis. I didn't hear you. And he scared the shit out of me after that. And I know it was real because my dog was barking like that. And I saw the whole thing and there was nothing I can do. And he doesn't submit for anyone other than me. And he submitted as if, I don't know, like something was taking control of his body. And the way he submitted was like he was scared. It wasn't like a, okay, yes, sir, yes, ma'am. It was like, right. It was just like a little, yes, bit, like it was like, I am terrified. Yeah. You win. Yeah. Wow. That is so scary. So I couldn't imagine feeling like, like I couldn't move for like, like 20 minutes. Like when you wake minutes. up in the middle of the oh night and then you just are like, and you're physically trying like to move, but you can't. It is the worst experience ever. I think sleep paralysis is a lot more common than people think. Like, I feel like I've heard of statistics that, that was pretty high and I was like, holy shit. Really? Like, I'm just... I really don't know how I would like mentally <laughs> deal with that. You oh my shake God. yourself and you make yourself think, oh, that was just a really bad dream. But I feel like humans can really tell the difference between a dream and what is reality. Because, um, yes, you can have realistic dreams where you wake up and you're like, whoa, it felt real. Like, but you come to mind, like your brain, it, it does this thing where it starts to register and you can feel the difference of going from a dream to reality. Sleep paralysis, you are 1000% awake. Like there is no dream. There is no in the middle of like, oh, you're just lucid. No, you're fucking awake and there's nothing you can do about it at all. But control your breathing because you can feel your heart. I mean, you're, you're terrified. Like, you're, you can't move. You're scared. You don't know what's going on. You feel this, like, negative energy around you. And all you can do is try to breathe and, like, hope that you're going to get through it. I hope you never have to experience so it. Because it is the scariest thing ever. I get it quite often. It's usually when, like, I used to have a roommate. So whenever they would go away for a couple of days and I was home alone, I would get it. Okay, so you know, like, fuck like, that. Oh, I my called God. my friend, oh. Angelica. I FaceTimed her, like, so many times. Because whenever I'm home alone, I always have my phone next to me. I'm paranoid. I need to have 911 easily accessible, like, if something happens. And I've called her, and she's like, I'm going to talk you through this because I can see right now that you cannot physically move, and you're going to be okay. Because she's also into, like, spirit numbers and, like, super into that stuff. So I'm like, I don't know what to do. Like, this is fucking scary. I'm I'm so scared. Like, what the fuck do I do? She's like, just breathe. Like, it's scary, bitch. It's scary. But I think it has to do with negativity in your life. Because that place I lived in, it's like almost seven years. A lot of negative shit happened in there. I believe spirits mm-hmm. can be trapped, especially if they're bad energy, like, that'll also bring that energy into your soul. So I believe that has something to do with it because it hasn't happened to where I am now, but. I totally believe that. And I believe that like arguments are energy that leaves and stays lingering. Like if you're with a partner and you want to start fresh, I think the best thing to do is to like find a new place to live. And I know you can like, cleanse your space like, i swear arguments seep into and the, the longer you stay in that place it becomes more of like a black hole too like it does not mm-hmm. get 
any better. It only gets worse because you have more arguments. And then the energy of that house is also causing those arguments. Like, yeah, people have their things, but I feel like if you're already in a negative environment, the energy's main purpose is to keep bringing that negative energy. So it's going to keep going into the souls of those two people, which is going to cause them to create more energy. And who you let into your house is also, I don't mm -hmm. like just anybody in my house. Mm -mm. I don't like, because mm -mm, that energy you're bringing in, I don't know what you're bringing into my house that may never leave when you leave. Like you could be trying to get rid of that energy by dumping it off at my house no i don't i it's crazy out here i'm with it's that <laughs> <laughs> but i mean i can talk about this <laughs> forever i'm sure we'll continue yeah. the conversation <laughs> i can go on and on we'll have to do like a part two on just like energy and paranormal stuff because this is what fascinates me in life and I love when I have someone that can also like converse with it because they have their own experiences and they can just like really understand the brain is not as black and white as people make it seem to be and just because mm -hmm. you can't see something doesn't mean it's not there it doesn't make me feel crazy because if I would talk about this with anybody else I'd be like bitch you okay <laughs> <laughs> I know. You don't have to, nobody should worry about us. We're fine. <laughs> we are fine. We don't need 5150. I promise you, like, we're all good in the head. Like, just, if you don't agree, that's okay. No need to call anyone to, like, check up on us. Like, we're all good. We're all good. <laughs> you were saying earlier, like, when you were younger, you and your sisters would, like, uh, you know, like do little spells uh -huh. and stuff. So a couple years ago, I was filming this video like, for work and it was called fertility spells. And in the video, I'm like, I found this, like, f this was like really before I started like getting into it as deep as I am now. Like, obviously there was an interest, but I found this like lame ass spell on Pinterest <laughs> and I like, I'm like doing this thing, this little ritual, da 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 da. And I'm editing the footage after and in it, like, I'm stopped for a moment. There's, like, it's 2 a.m. I'm filming this. I live in a building filled with old people. Nobody's awake. Yeah. Like, it's, you know what I mean? Perfect like, time. it's Perfect late. Time. It's quiet. And so I, like, I went to adjust my camera, and then I sat back, and then I, like, got back into position and mm -hmm. kept going. And when I was fucking editing, I had the headphones on, which I don't normally wear, and I'm sitting there, and in this moment, it sounds like an older woman's voice, and she goes, stupid bitch. I kid you not. I saved the audio. I'm going to send it to you after this. But it was, it made my Whoa. eyes water. It made every hair on my body stand up. I was in the moment. I didn't hear anything when I was filming this. And it is clear as day. And it actually sounds like, like this grouchy old woman, like almost like pissed off that I'm like doing this fake spell. And she's like, stupid and bitch. And then she probably like, cursed you <laughs> and was like, okay, you want to do this fake spell? Let me really cast it on you. <laughs> it was the that creepiest is, thing. I'm going to send it to you after. Do, but that but scares me because I, I'm a firm believer of like, goes back to my paranoia, but like, I don't like wearing headphones because I need to be aware of my surroundings and hear if something happens. But when you edit, you need headphones. Like you just can't really hear everything 360 clear without them. But I'm always afraid that I'm going to hear some shit like that. like, Or I'm not going to hear some intruder breaking into my house because I have on these headphones that are soundproof. 
and I can't hear shit. So mm-hmm. that is scary. I know my partner likes sleeping with rain sounds on, and I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I need to hear it all. <laughs> that is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I just said chills. I know. About, like, imagine. Oh no! I was like, like "What do you even do with <laughs> oh this situation?" Absolutely, there's nothing you can do but be like, "Damn, okay." <laughs> <Tweet> it. <laughs> <laughs> like someone help! <laughs> oh my goodness, that is that is insane. Yeah, some of the things my sister and I would do. Um, we would. Oh, this is so fucked up. I'm so sorry, mom. But like, we would put curses on my mom. <laughs> And like, so like, we didn't know what we were doing. We just thought it was like fake. Like we weren't looking up spells. We were making up our own language. And but we were doing it all the time. Where you know how you kind of create, create. Oh shit! Mantras yeah. and stuff. Bitch, it sounded like somebody was trying to break in through the window. Oh my god. Oh my god. (laughs) For those that are listening, if you could see my face, I literally. Oh my god. I. Okay. They darted in every direction. I was like, like, left, right, center. Okay. Uh, No, it's just my dogs. Thank goodness. Um. See, sometimes I talk about this shit and I be feel like I be unlocking and letting them in. But um, yeah, <laughs> we put spells on my mom and like she would get sick sometimes, like just out of the blue. Um, one time she like really, really sprang her back super bad. And I remember we were so mad at her. I forgot what it was for. We were stupid and young. And so we're like, talk about breaking your mom's back and like all this shit. And so that's when I got kind of scared because I was like, this is more than just us <laughs> playing around because everything we say about her, it happens. And me being the older sister, I had to be the, like the adult and be like, we're not playing this anymore. Like we had, we would speak in pig Latin, like, um, well, I'm said that a long time, but we would talk like that all the time. So my mom wouldn't understand, no one would understand. It got too real though. I it got way, <laughs> way too real. I was like, we cannot do this stuff anymore. And that was before I really knew That's like what I was doing. Yeah, I've never done like spells. I'm super interested in spells. I did a little like like little I guess I did one like little like money spell last mm. year. And it was my best earning year. I actually doubled oh, my income. Oh, girl, give but- me that smell. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I also worked really hard last year. Um, I, like, I'm just, I don't really know. Like, I don't have, a like, big intentions for spells. Like, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just, I feel like I'm not prepared to make a big spell yet. I feel like spells like, what are What do dangerous. I even want? You know what and I mean? And you have to do the spell exactly mm. right. Because if you don't, you can have intentions for something completely different. As to why I won't, I won't dabble in it because it can get very demonic very quickly if you're not careful and know what you're doing. And just as a child doing some shit that I just thought was maybe a coincidence, I was like, mm, no. 
I have some spell books that my mom gave me Ooh. down here. There's one, she said, uh, it's called a natural magic book, and she wrote throughout it on a bunch of different pages, but she said, I can't use it or look at it until she passes away. I was like, you're so fucking dark wow. lady. Oh <laughs> She's like, I left your messages in there, but they're not for yet. That's like, okay. kind of scary if you think about it, because what if it's like, so I knew my death was going to be like this, and now I need you to be prepared. Like, what if it's something super, super fucking dark? You know what? That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he wrote those words. <laughs> I mean, yeah. true. Or it's like here's the here's the way to get to uh, my Swiss bank account that I have. Oh, <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh, mom! Like, please. Have you been hiding out all these years that you've had billions just sitting <laughs> in the bank? Like, <laughs> stop! That would literally like blow my absolute. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. No, but it's it's cool. Like I like that idea. This like mystery of like messages to read from her, like after she's yeah. gone. And my my mom lost both of her parents, so she's always like, you don't even know. She's always like, you don't even know the pain of like your parent dying. And she's like, and when you do, it's gonna hurt. And you know what else she told me? I have this recorded. She said, I want your biggest crown. Whatever one's gonna hurt you the most, bury it with me. I was like, you're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> She's all oh jokes, I my goodness, your mom sounds so amazing. Um, even when like you'll post her like here and there, and you guys are usually smoking it up. I'm like, oh, dude, that relationship oh, yeah. just seems like so awesome to have with like your parent. Oh, man, what 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 it would be like? It's my relationship with my mom's been through a lot of different phases, but right now is the best phase. And like, we're both adults. You know, mom's very on brand. Mom has a lot of opinions of like cosplays I should Aww. do. She's taken photo shoots for me, like from Halloween a couple years ago, which Aww. was really fun. Like, she's so supportive. That's good. You she's need so that. supportive. Especially it's crazy. Industry, she's so on brand. Like having a supportive mm-hmm. parent is everything. Um can't relate but <laughs> but i mean not a lot of people can not a lot of people like, can my mom doesn't care what i i do she just acts like she just plays dumb almost in a way but i can't solely blame her 100 percent because there's a lot of factors in my family that play a huge like thing and if one of those factors were to let's say disappear or pass along the family dynamic would be so much better so i i I have to keep that in the back of my mind but i'm also like yo i'm not getting any younger and you're definitely not getting any younger and i would just hate for us to never get back to that point like it'll be too late type of thing but i mean it is what it is like if it wasn't for my baby sisters we probably wouldn't even really talk because we wouldn't have anything to talk about which is sad but Mm -hmm. I mean, it's family. Everybody got their own shits and problems to go through. <laughs> but, like, it was very strict growing up. Like, no spaghetti strap tank tops, no boys. Oh, over. my God. It was very strict. My household was very conservative. So, like, dad's military. So, how know, did she it was, feel about it, you it was doing very strict. this? Right. Well, you know, mom had a pass before she had her military. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That makes sense. <laughs> Damn. 
But yeah, I she I, she was a lot more understanding than I thought she'd be, and I'm like really glad. It took her a little while to like warm up to the idea because I think it was like very shocking to people when I first told them because I was in a lot of very conservative organizations like baton twirling. You can't even compete if you're married what? or have a child. Like at the time when I was, it was like a Miss competition. So if you were a Mrs. or had a baby or were like not, it was very very baton like baton twirling. You no. Know, for baton, yeah, for pageantry, like baton trolling and pageantry. Uh, no, and then yeah. my dad's side, very like strict military, you know, had me in cadets. Like Cadet Kelly. So <laughs> I was a part of two very conservative communities and then my strict ass parents. But you know, you're always going to be who you are. Like I was always this person, like this like free flowing, sexual, whatever, like just into my. In, t- in tune with myself, in tune with my body, that was like, it doesn't matter how you f- are fucking brought up. Like, if you are mm-hmm. who you are, like, if you, as long as you stay that way, as long as you are true to yourself, like, this, this me Eventually. was coming out, like, regardless. I feel like even if I didn't get into the industry t- nine years ago when I did, I certainly would have over, like, the COVID OnlyFans, yeah. like, bringing this back full circle. Like, I, I totally, I would have been like, what? I'm so mm-hmm. doing that. Like, definitely. I was, you know, on Chatter... What was... No, what, chat, chat Roulette. Yeah. Oh. I was on Chat Roulette and Omegle and all that chat stuff. Chat Roulette like, Before days. I was a paid camera. I was a hell on Chat Roulette. <laughs> what's that, man? I remember, oh. like, joking with my friends, being like, I'm going to make this guy rub his Dude. dick on the floor. And, like, did it. I'm like... <laughs> oh, that takes me back. Uh, oh, I wish I could go back in time and like just relive those moments where like you're just with all your girlfriends and you're like sleeping over like that one friend's house that the parents are totally chill and lets you do like whatever you want. And you're <laughs> over there on fucking a kid laptop or a desktop back then, freaking DSL. <laughs> On chat room, oh my god! Oh my, oh, I'm sorry, but those were like, even though I look at it now and I'm like, holy shit, my life could have been way different. Like, there's so many times I could have been child trafficked and not and not realize the danger that I was really putting myself through. But those were the best times of my life. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, I don't know how I, I ever got I, like fucking picked up by some grown ass man i must have angels on my (laughs) side because i put myself in the most dangerous situations that i look back now like bitch where was your mama where were your friends mamas like (laughs) what the fuck were we doing i know 13 i know 14 I know. God, chat roulette. I know exactly what That's you mean. That's why I get like, so that scared. Because like parents don't care. You just sitting on webcam, like literally. I won't say her name. My friend used to be like, add me oh ASL. My God, yes. I'm like, what is ASL? Like, they'd be like, which one of you are older? And I'm Bruh, like, Lion. Oh my God. I won't say her name, but she was like one of my bestest friends growing up, and her parents would literally buy us alcohol to like drink thinking we were just gonna stay in the house and like drink in the house. Granted, our parents didn't know that their her parents were buying us booze. And like we would just sit there freaking chilling, being such thoughts. And she lived across the street from a 7-Eleven. And we would get dressed up, like tie our little tank tops up and wear like the shortest little shorts we had. And we would hang out in front of 7-Elevens with money, trying to get these guys to like buy us booze. Like, 
like I I think about my sisters I know. and how this bitch talking about they got Discord. This my other little bitch sister was talking about, hey, add me on Instagram. I'm on Snapchat. I'm like, y'all do not need it. And I think about how I was before the internet that it traumatizes me now because I'm like, I know. Oh, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Like, uh, no, why can't you have boys? It's like, <laughs> it's like, oh, I want to go stay at my friend's house. We're going to have a sleepover. Like, no, you ain't. I know what happens at them sleepovers. I know about them little chat sites. I was been there. Like, I know. Ever, did your mom ever say, been there, done that? Like, you can never get anything past. Oh, I yeah. I didn't get that until now. Where I'm like, girl, I've been there. I've done it. <laughs> I'm still doing that, but I'm getting paid for it. Like, this time I'm doing it safe and I'm getting paid for it. <laughs> That's funny. I I think back to like if I had known about camming when I was in college, like how different the like the the experience would have been. Like would I have been like a huge hoe filming with guys in college? Would I have been camming every weekend? Like what would that have been like? Because I feel like I was doing it, but for free. Like I was just I was my roommate would go back home. I lived far away from my house, so I didn't like leave campus often. So I would just be like. Ah, fuck it. No one's here. I'm bored. Everyone's gone for the holidays. Let's log into here. And then I'm thinking, like, I was struggling. Like, I was a struggling, poor, broke, hungry college student. Flashing for fun. Right. (laughs) Flashing for fun. Oh, my God. But you know what? It's because always you see those ads for, like, campsites and stuff, and you're like, that can't be real. I'm not really making real This is going to give my computer a virus if I click on it. Let me not click on this. Like, it looks like a fucking virus. Like, it really does. Click the fucking link, click ladies. <laughs> 18 plus. I promise you, if you are 18 or older, please click the link. <laughs> it will, if, if you're a broke, <clears throat> if you're a broke college student eating top ramen and just looking for a way to get out and make it, click the link. 18 and older, it'll save your life. <laughs> Honestly, like, if, if, it, if it feels right, do it, like. You know, there's a lot of things people don't consider a lot of the, you know, negative sides of it. But like, I feel like I knew that I wanted to do this well before I did Mm -hmm. it professionally. I feel like I used to watch porn and be like, I feel Mm -hmm. like I could do that. I feel like I would do really Mm -hmm. good at that. Like, I, Uh and then I'm like, how does someone from where I live even like Mm -hmm. do something like Mm -hmm. that? And then I met somebody who came to some college or some high school party and she had just shot for playboy and i'm like how did someone around here shoot for playboy and then i was like wait a minute so then i started like learning more about like what was available for someone Mm -hmm. where i lived and yeah it wasn't until i met my partner that i joined a campsite and he was like what was your first is that real do you remember street mate did you ever go on yeah and i'm still on there cam Cam for Cam for fun, Cam for what the Cam for? Maybe I think it was just called Cam for. Yeah. Cam for? Yeah. I had I, yeah, I was on there for a little bit, but Streamate was where I started because that's where my partner was spending money and I'm like, are these girls making real money? And he's like, I'm paying real money, so they better be and I'm like, All right, sign me up. I'm like, Are you cool with me doing this? He's like, Yep. I'm like, All right, let's go. Went to the library, signed the consent form, scanned my she scanned my IDs. Thank library. you so much. I'm dead. <laughs> 
And, you know, like when I started camming, all I had was like the built in mm-hmm. webcam on my mm-hmm. laptop. Like we're talking 2012. Like I didn't have an HD camera. I didn't even. Well, I was that like stuff wasn't out 19. yet. I didn't have like lingerie. Yeah, like, it was like, it was, you know I mean? it was like, okay. Cause I started 2011 and it was, it sounds very childish that I think about it, but during that time, like, 2011 to like 2014 it was very like teen um teen themed but it would be like little cheeky boy shorts with like a really tight midriff tank top like that was it it didn't start becoming fucking a full production with lingerie glam makeup hair fluffy wild and body waves until about 26 16, 20, yeah. 16? Yeah, I would agree. Then that's when it became a whole yeah. production where you had to get the newest cameras. You had to be HD. You had to have a microphone. You had to have professional lighting and a nice backdrop. Back in the days, you could have the built-in camera on a box, like your laptop on a box, with <laughs> yellow <Yeah>. lighting, <laughs> and make bank. <laughs> those were the days. It's so true. I miss those days. It does not fly anymore. Mm-hmm. So if you're thinking about doing it, click the link and then go buy lighting. I know and people <laughs> tell you to start with what you have, but I'm going to be honest. This is the 21st century. You need at least a Logitech HD camera, C920, which is what's current on the market. I don't know. It might be C955 years from now, but whatever current uh webcam there is and you need to at least get some softbox lightning from amazon if you don't have those i'm sorry but you will not make it you have to invest in this business now to compete because it's just too saturated and it's too glamorized now like and you're you are your product like however you are a brand you are a walking talking brand so keep that in mind because it's a lot different man it's a whole lot different. It used to be easy back in the day. Now it really is. Be your own PR manager. Be your own HR manager. Be your own payroll manager. Like it's a lot. I know. Yeah, when I started, I had the built-in webcam. I had two penny and bra sets <laughs> that matched, and I had one toy. Was it from Walmart? And I made enough to get me the penny and bra set. The and toy, Senza, but that don't fit no more. Oh no. Our- your Walmart sells Girl, sex yes. toys? My first sex toy was from Walmart. What? And they still sell sex toys. Yeah, out here. In the US. Wow, that's crazy. They do not oh, sell yeah, that yeah, here. The <laughs> most they sell here is like condoms and lube. That's it. <laughs> oh no, they got vibrators, like all kinds of stuff. I mean, granted, it's like cheap because it's from Walmart, but mm-hmm. I'll never forget the little purple bullet I had. <laughs> Starting me. That's another thing. Like, the toys have changed so much over the last 10 years. Like, they used to be, like, these jelly dongs that would melt and they just smelled fucking toxic. And now it's, like, I can't even believe I, like, bought those. It's honestly, like, my pH balance. (laughs) But now everything's, like, silicone Uh and, like, you know, charged up. Do you remember the whole Hitachi phase? Wireless and. I just bought my other, other one. <laughs> what do you mean? So, like, like when that, it, that's the one toy that stays in the bedside table every night. No, I got the Lilo. Are you 
Oh yeah, I love Lilo's. One of my fans bought me a Lilo, and I was like, "This is revolutionary." I love Lilo's <laughs> so much. I felt like I was like, "Damn, I'm that bitch now in the industry." I got me a Lilo. Like, okay, I got me one of the top of the line toys. But I remember when the Hitachi like first came out, and everyone was like, "It seemed like they were being over dramatic, like faking it." I'm like, man, these bitches ain't getting off like that. That. <laughs> that's funny i was talking to another friend of mine she's like when i use the hitachi on cam i like i go crazy but then when i'm off camera and i'm using it she's like honestly the face i make is so embarrassing she's just like i'm like, ah. <laughs> like, like <laughs> <laughs> she's like i just take it i was like stop it's so real Dumb. The the one model that I can say that does not give a fuck about her faces and won't say it is Miss Be Nasty. She'd be like, you gonna get this crooked eye twitching up here, like zombie looking body, because you know it's real. And like her videos be like that. I'm like, I fuck with you. I can never As they should. As they should. I think oh my focus trying to look cute. Like, is this angle good? Like, how's my body? Do I look like a hot porn star? Like, nah, at a point, you're just like, I'm gonna get this nut. <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's the difference between like me filming and me on cam. I'm like, you know what? We're in the Let's moment. Let's do, do it. it. <laughs> you got to see some show tonight. <laughs> Y'all gonna get the real me. <laughs> this oh my gosh. Use of the bad me. This is the real real, okay? <laughs> the eyes ain't twitching like <laughs> <laughs> I have deleted clips of videos where I looked too like exorcism. I like, I can't even do this to myself. <laughs> oh. oh my god. Yes. The stuff that doesn't make the cut, you guys have no idea. <laughs> that in itself could be like a whole collection of videos, like oh my gosh. Oh child. Just how many clips have I cut that I'm like, oh my goodness, yes. <laughs> People are like, please, I want no, the whole video. I'm don't. like, trust me, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. Like, oh my, and let's not even get started with like anal videos. So many cuts <laughs> on that because you have to like really watch it and make for sure everything is good and like everything's clean. <laughs> Your anal video goes from 30 minutes to like six. <laughs> oh my god like, I thought I had a I thought I at least had a 10 minute out of this but damn right, 6 minutes it is like <laughs> that is so fucking funny man and real. if you're thinking about oh, joining man. the industry there's a lot of stuff y'all don't see on the internet trust me <laughs> there's a lot that you don't see Oh, goodness gracious. So true. Well, to kind of wrap everything up, I do like asking what everyone's kind of song of the month is because I like to steal new music. Yes. Let me take a little gander here. Um, I listen to a lot of older music. I was listening to Ice Cube mm. today. <laughs> Like all day, like all morning. Okay, ice cube. you going back? 
I see you. Let's see. Yeah, like today was a good day. What else was there? That West Side instrumental slides are just <sighs> so good. Love so that. good. Ooh. That's my style. <laughs> nice, nice. Oh, I love me some Ice Cube. Ooh, now I want to go watch a. Uh... Are you going to make a playlist? You should make a playlist on Spotify of all your recommendations. Don't be telling people my business. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I wasn't going to. I was just trying to act like I was. <laughs> but that's a smart idea. But yeah. do it. I'll, I'll, follow that, I'll follow that playlist. Definitely going to do that. I love getting put on new music or old music. Definitely going to do that. Ooh. Well, I appreciate you for being here and like mentally kind of just checking out from everything crazy going on and, you know, really fucking with me with my bootleg setup. But, you know, <laughs> I'm so excited you started this. I'm so excited that I got to be like a part of helping you with the intro. Oh my God. Yes. I can't wait for it to all come out. Like, thank you. Thank you. Are you, you releasing all of the episodes? soon yes. or are you gonna start with like one no. so everything um by the time you guys are hearing this this will already be out but it comes out september 3rd so next friday because today is the 24th and it'll be every week from there like consecutively so it'll be awesome. like you know part of your daily routine hopefully like your friday afternoon get the weekend and where are you uploading uh, everywhere so spotify youtube apple music wherever you listen to your podcast that's where it'll be so you know check your check your girl out um and yes thank you for my intro that you guys hear in the beginning this bitch right here her and her partner when i tell you guys it was <laughs> a very interesting <laughs> process <laughs> But they are so professional and like they turned it around so quickly and they really brought everything that I was looking for together. So if you need anything music related, their uh, info will be down below. So yes. and tell Thank everyone you. where they can find yeah, you. Yeah, it was really fun too. Like, so I, <laughs> I'm everywhere now. <laughs> So, no, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, Destiny with two Ds underscore Diaz. And then you can find me on many vids, clips for sale, I want clips, <laughs> <laughs> Pocket Stars, Streamate, Pornhub, Sex Panther, Fansly, Fan Central, <laughs> Avian Stars. If you are, if you're, if you have an account, I'm on it. <laughs> just Twitter will be the main platform. Just if you need any real, real yeah, time for updates, sure. just check her, her Twitter. Um, Yes. Well, thank you. This was fun. This was both uh, informative, spiritual, scary. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Until oh, next no. time, guys. I'm your girl, Sasha Ray, and this has been another episode of Chaotic Madness. <laughs>